Let the word go forth. Fool me once. Are you fired up? I'm not a crook. Are you ready to go? Shame on, shame on you. It's Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, hosted by Ben Kissel. Boom, we can't get fooled again. A little more up, little. He went all the way down. Jesus Christ, Mark. Leave him alone. There you go. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Welcome to the show, everyone. I'm Ben Kissel. That's Marcus Parks. Marcus, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm great. I have to um, learn. Last night was the live last podcast on the left show, and it was a wonderful show, and people loved it, and it live streamed all over the internet. I have to find a way to say no to shots of whiskey. No, no. I uh, can't. I did uh, tough. 30, 40 shots. <laughs> Come on. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start saying, I, I don't want a shot of whiskey, but I'll give you a hug. <laughs> Can I do that? Is that okay? <laughs> Good God. I'm so hungover. It's ridiculous. I'm forced to drink a keg of beer today again. Yes. All right. Our guest is Mark Norman. Thanks so much for being here, Mark. Also hungover. So we're in the same boat. Well, yeah, all Mark, three of us. Oh, all nice. three of us. All right. We're all here at the Creek in the Cave and Long Island City last night, getting absolutely trashed, and uh, we had a great time. Mark had a great time uh, doing stand-up comedy, and let's talk about a stand-up comedian right now in the context of political correctness gone crazy, as everyone is talking about it, and it's almost cliche to discuss political correctness gone crazy, Mm -hmm. but it is something that consistently has to be discussed because as Lenny Bruce did, as George Carlin did, as Betty Friedan did, as Gloria Steinman did, we are forced to constantly fight for our freedom to speak. Yes. We have a situation that occurred on Conan O'Brien on TBS. Have you heard of it? <laughs> no one's watching it. No one's watching it. So it was a good week for Conan, and I love Conan O'Brien. I think his show is amazing. It's Bill the best Bur- late night show. It by is far. the best, but of course, no one. I mean, no one watches the best. They do twelve. I think they do twelve thousand. Uh, you know, viewers. Is that it? That's it. It, it, uh, it doesn't. Re- it literally doesn't register. Fallon stinks. I love Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy. I got a tight five for you. Oh. Whenever you want to. Yeah. My mom's Jewish and my dad's Jewish, and I'm in entertainment. <laughs> um, which is kind of a funny joke that I like to tell. That's pretty good. Not accurate, <laughs> but that's okay. It, it, it doesn't matter. Um, so Bill Burr was on Conan O'Brien's show on TBS because, of course, he got kicked off of Late Night because Jay Leno wanted his job back, and he's got a bunch of cars. So you always listen to somebody who has a whole series of automobiles. He's too fat to drive. <laughs> hey, and, folks. Hey, 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 Doritos. I love Jay Leno and I love Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Burr was on there and he was discussing Caitlyn Jenner. Mm-hmm. And obviously Caitlyn Jenner, previously known as the symbol that was Prince. No, uh, previously known as Bruce. Oh, previously known as the uh, mechanic. What is it? The automobile killer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He killed someone. Thank you, Mark, and thank you, Marcus. I'll Wait. take it from here. So, yes, Bruce Jenner murdered a person in a car. Yes, yes he, that's the one. Well, she was he. He, and of course, a woman would never drive this bad, so this is definitely oh. when he was she. Uh, you know, he, or, I, I don't know, do you, when you go, when you take it back in time, and this is what I'm trying to figure out, because I do want to get the pronouns right, because I don't want to be considered um, anti-transgender. Of course, I love, uh, we have a massive transgender uh, listening audience, and I love you, and I love every single thing that, whatever you're going through, or whatever the fuck you're doing, you do it the best you can possibly do. We always know this, Marcus. Yeah. We support everybody <laughs> in every single thing that they do. <laughs> That's fine. We love. It. I love it. It's fine. I'm jerking off to Bailey J every day. <laughs> oh, she's so, she's something. Yeah, she's she really so is. hot. It's ridiculous. Oh, I mean, I'm what, all confused. What a dime. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But uh, yes, of course. Uh, you know, as uh, as Caitlyn Jenner did murder a person in a uh, in well texting while driving. So uh, Caitlyn, yes, uh, vehicle manslaughter. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Not auto- automobile killing. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, you've been charged with automobile killing. <laughs> Good God, if Ronald Reagan just ran everything. <laughs> Wait, what? Automobile kill. I just feel like that's a Ronald Reagan. You've been charged with automobile killing. Automobile jet. Vehicular manslaughter. There that's badass. Go. Yeah, voodoo mad economics. So Bill Burr is... T- <laughs> Trickle down. When are we going to get that trickle, by the way? Oh, Bailey J. I've done a few trickle downs on that. Well, that's kind of different, though. All right. That's entirely, it's a different kind of trickle. We're talking about monetized 
you know, fake money. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So Bill Burr is on Conan O'Brien, and he's talking about how he's mourning the loss. Marcus, you just listened to the clip, and mm-hmm. I want to get your opinion on it. He's mourning the loss of Bruce because uh, Bill Burr, he's a little bit of an older gentleman. A lot of people called him a grandpa. They're like, this is a what? bad sex, sexist grandpa joke, which I think is ageist, and I mm. love grandpa ah. jokes. Um, there's no, Oh, of course. Never Why is it a grandpa? Have you ever heard a grandma talk? Because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're the most vile human beings on the face of the planet. My grandmother wished every single woman woman in her uh, retirement home dead. My grandmother used to call my dad a baby asshole every day. Wow. Yeah, it was her favorite insult. Tearing down the cisgender white male. You know, those people who made the highways. <laughs> and the TV and uh, the Whatever. iPhone and the car. Yeah, it doesn't matter. We've done nothing for the <laughs> nothing for society other than tear it down. We've done nothing at all that's right, good. Right. right, so Bill Burr, he remembers when Bruce, and I'm just going to say Bruce because this is the era that I uh, that I'm discussing in Caitlyn Jenner's life, and I don't know how else to define it because she wasn't Caitlyn Jenner when she was on the cover of the Wheaties box, was discussing how he's ups- sad, you know, that his idol is now officially gone, which yeah. was Bruce, right? Right, right. Um, I, I, I do think that Caitlyn Jenner should have, she would have been able to win the uh, Olympic gold as, uh, as Caitlyn, which would have been amazing. You know, if she had her, uh, you know, her fucking dong flapping and her hair blowing in the wind and, and her big old fake tits bouncing around yeah. and doing the hurdles and whatnot, whatever the fuck Bruce did. I have no idea what the Olympics are all about. Decathlon. That's a food eating competition, right? <laughs> a lot of hot dogs. Oh, my God. I can't get enough. So he was discussing how he was um, needed a little bit of time. And Mark is correct if I'm wrong, but this is my interpretation. And Mark, um, he needed a little bit of time to just mourn the loss of an of an idol. That he had, right? I mean, and, and if you really want to take this transition thing, and I, again, love people who transition. It's fine. If and, and, and we'll talk about how I think it's easier to transition from a woman to a man as opposed to a man to a woman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because then you have to live as a woman as opposed to living as a man, and it's much more difficult to live as a woman. We all agree with that. Sure, right? When she changed into a woman, she was judged on her looks immediately. 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 <laughs> but he was discussing how he just needed a second. To be like, what happened? And why is that Where wrong? Where did Bruce go? And why is that wrong? So what do you think is happening? When it, Why can't we... Uh, it, Caitlyn Jenner's mother said that it's going to take us a second to... Um, it's going to take us a second. It's going to take her a second to... Yeah, there's a bit of a noise. It, it, it was something that I did, I think, but I don't... I was, what are you, shaking? I, I'm a shaky you, are guy. Are you nervous? <laughs> I'm just a, an anxious dude. What yeah. happened to you? I'm always wiggly. He's always been like this. He's wiggly? Yeah. Always been a wiggly. He's always been a wiggly guy. It's the Do way. You even have to edit. You've known him for how many years? Six, seven, and you've never noticed how wiggly he is? Quite wiggly. <laughs> I'm a wiggler. <laughs> I, I don't even understand what happened. I, I'm here. It, it sounds like a wind tunnel in my goddamn ears. I don't know. I don't know if it was me. I'm just saying. I'm it a was guy. you because you stopped doing whatever you're doing, and then the wind tunnel stopped. Is what it hot in here? By the way, when the hell did you become so wiggly? I'm, I'm trying wiggly. to talk about big social issues here. I'm with you on the issues, but I, can I can I wiggle? It's how I stay sane. The whole thing's done. End the damn show. Oh. I'm over it. I'm sick of it. What happened to you? You're on edge. Give this man a, a shot of whiskey and a hug. <laughs> well, I'll have a beer. All right. Good God. Holy moly. Anyway, Caitlyn Jenner's mother said that she's going to need a little time to get over the transition, and people demonized her as if she was the worst person on the face of the planet. She born, she birthed a boy. Uh, the boy wanted to become a woman, and obviously Caitlyn Jenner is now reborn. Okay, so what I'm discussing, which is wonderful. Again, uh, you have to clarify these it's fine. things. fine. It's good. All right. It's I, st- I stop it. Yeah, okay. it, it. But I'm saying, um, what is happening? Why can't we have a moment if we do truly believe that the transition has occurred? Caitlin is now Caitlin. Bruce is now dead. Why can't you go through the five stages of grief? All right. So here's my thing with the Jenner. They're obviously super sensitive about it. It's obviously a hot button issue. You got to walk on eggshells. It's all this punching down bullshit. If you talk about Caitlyn Jenner, hey, you're punching down, which is actually the most condescending thing you can say. Right. Mm-hmm. Because why is it a negative all of a sudden? It's, it's negative this in their person, eyes. This person on television who's making millions and millions of dollars, who was on the covers of a weedy, right. cover of a weedy box, uh, all of a sudden now they are a, um, a protected class. Yeah, if it was actually an equal thing, we could talk about it openly. You know, but the fact that they keep bringing it up makes it more weird. What Bill is doing, Bill Burr is doing, is he's treating her like a like an equal person, right? She's, he's talking about this change. She made a giant change. 
Let's mention. Can we not mention it? How is that? How is that? That's <laughs> it's insanity. Kinda, it's kind of weird. But yeah. yeah, and it's also it discourages people from talking about their actual feelings. Yes, and I think that is extremely unhealthy for people to internalize mm. that shit and to just it festers inside of you. Right, and right. if you internalize it, yes, if he says it out loud, right. then someone can be like, "Hey, let me. Uh, maybe I can tell you. Like, okay, may, I'll help you understand." Right. So you saying I don't understand? Someone can say, "Let me help you understand." Exactly. Instead of, instead of them going, "You." are the worst fucking human being. This is disgusting. Exactly. I'm never watching Conan again. I'm never watching Bill Burr we'll again. The worst thing that ever that. happened on Twitter was the ability to block. Yeah. Okay. And that oh, is I love really. A block. I yeah, love you block. block people every day. I block people every day. <laughs> I, I, I can't get enough of those stuff. I, I, it's my addiction. I love to block. Um, yeah, but anyway, yeah. it doesn't matter. What I am saying is uh, the communication, and that's exactly to your point, Marcus. What is happening now in a society where Bill Burr expressed an adult opinion? He. First of all, let's make this clear, and I talked about it on the Ben Kissel show. Caitlyn Jenner is a Republican. Oh. <laughs> Bill Burr is a Democrat. Okay. Oh. Everyone on with the a black wife, by with the way. With a black wife. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, and so, of course, he understands Black Lives Matter, and they need to be treated well, or they're going to yell at you a whole bunch. Right. And um, so, but, but all of a sudden, everyone on the left is co opting Caitlyn Jenner's struggle, Caitlyn Jenner's yes. issues. Again, and we talked about this multiple times on this show. The heroes, of, the heroes of the transgender movement are the people who were kicked out of their houses, who were fired from their jobs, who overcame true adversity, true uh, being considered extremely scandalous, their lifestyle being considered extremely scandalous. Those are the true heroes. In 19, I believe it was what, 1936 was the first transgender person to go through an operation. It was a woman who transitioned into Christine a man. Jorgensen. And and, uh, and uh, people absolutely demonized her and hated her. These are the heroes of the transgender movement. Caitlyn Jenner, of course, she's a murderer. I mean, she's a murderer. You know, she did kill a person while driving. And I think that it's wonderful. <laughs> vehicle manslaughter. That, you know, vehicular manslaughter. But, you know, you can't. What is it? Where are we right now? As I, I understand, we are three cisgender white males discussing a topic that we're not supposed to be discussing, even though I have the biggest tits in the country. But that's fine. <laughs> But where are we now? Why do you think people are co-opting other people's perceived plight? Because when Bruce, Caitlin as Bruce, was discussing being a Republican in the Diane Sawyer interview, and uh, at that point, I guess she, I'll just I'll just use the pronoun she. She was discussing how um, she is a Republican because she doesn't believe that people are victims and she doesn't believe that people need um, support from the government. It's about independent will. It's about independent uh, thought. And it's about pulling your own self up by your own bootstraps to use a cliche. This is what she's talking about. But now you have these people all over the place who, again, if they knew Caitlyn Jenner was a Republican, I don't think they would defend her. Mm-hmm. But why do you think people co-opt and attach themselves to these movements so hard? I mean, obviously, it's to make themselves holier than that. Yeah, thou. that's a big part. It's a, it's a combination of things. It's a hero thing. It's a, it's a guilt thing. A lot of guilt there. And that's why the race thing, going back to Marx's point, about if we don't talk about it, we don't get anywhere. Look at race in this country. Everybody goes, hey, we have to have a racial conversation. Everybody goes, yeah, we do. And then you just hear a bunch of car doors close and p- tires peel off. You know, <laughs> I want to point this <laughs> out. And how's, how's the race situation in this country? It's worse than ever. You know, I want to point this out about the racial problems in this country right now. South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina, Dylan Roof shot nine innocent people at church. Yes. And what happened in South Carolina? The Confederate flag came down and people had peaceful protest. Cops killed possibly killed or aided and abetted or did not assist a person who was in need of help in the back of a van in Baltimore, and the whole city got burnt down. Yeah. What I am saying is, throwing all of this on its head, South Carolina, the South, theoretically the most racist place on the face of the planet where blacks and whites can't coexist, was one of the most cohesive, beautiful, coming together of people that I have seen in this country. I'm from the South. There's way more integration of black and white way than more up here. And now way we, more. And now we have what's happening in the Northeast. In Baltimore, everything falls apart. The whole city burns down because Democrats run the entire place and they allowed cops to not do anything. They told the cops to stand down while they're burning a CVS. And they know for a fact that's the only CVS in town. That's the only CVS that matters. You know, so when it comes, it is, I mean, it's the only one around. Yeah. And I love to get socks, and I love a good footie. I love a good footie. Oh, yeah. I mean, every, I love footies. 
Yes. But it's crazy. So, you know, going back to the Bill Burr, yes. uh, you know, um, Jenner situation, I don't think that Caitlyn was offended. No, of At any not. point, did Caitlyn tweet that she was upset? Let her tweet. Stop. It's also kind of setting to just be like, let me pick on someone your own size. Let me handle this. Let her handle it. If she has a problem with it, let her do it. She's got huge balls. Yes, <laughs> literally. Well, that's also uh, another thing that people uh, are very, very, very good at these days is being offended on behalf of somebody. Uh, else. Right. It's so easy. Yeah. It's so but safe. What is to be worse? offended from your mom's basement online? You know. Well, and that's another thing I was talking to Ben about this just a, a bit ago. Is that I think that people also do it. Are you familiar with Reddit at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Reddit. You know, upvotes, downvotes, imaginary internet points. Uh When people come out for Caitlyn Jenner, when they come out for this, for that, they're not doing it for these people. They're doing it for upvotes. Uh, They're doing it for these imaginary points. They're doing uh, it for someone going, hey, I like you. I talked about it on my other show. And, you know, uh, outrage is monetized. Yeah. Outrage yes. is a big money business. Yes. You know, these things, these people who have 70,000 some Facebook followers or Twitter followers or whatever the hell it is. I think you only have 5,000 tw- uh, Facebook followers. Yeah. Find me. Find me. <laughs> well, not the fan page. The fan page can go unlimited. Oh, okay. I don't have any of those. And I don't want fans. I want what? <laughs> there you go. You want hugs, not whiskey. That's right. Well, I mean, give me some whiskey. Oh, but right. after 18 of them, you know, just give me a hug. And, you yeah, know, and if a- you're an attractive guy, you know, let's, let's sure. talk. Um, but, uh, but yeah, exactly. You're right. I mean, it, it is it is an outrage that is monetized. There is so much money to be made taking. Yes. What what is? I it's mean, a trend now. That's all. It's, it's a, a trend, trend, and it's fear. If you go Hollywood, if you go on the right, you don't get a movie part. You don't get to produce mm-hmm. this movie. Hollywood on the right is dangerous. What are you crazy? You're a Republican. You're right wing. Get the fuck out of our town. Right. All of course. No. In order to succeed in Hollywood, all you have to do is be on the far left and be a pedophile, and then you get to <laughs> yes. uh, then you get to direct the X Men. Exactly. I mean, it's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. And we're, I'm, I want to talk about the Jared Fogle thing. And Marcus, I know you want to talk about this as well when it comes to yeah. the large pedophile ring that exists in this country to this day. You think the sewers are full of shit? You think you think that you know you you think that you're you're stepping over people in prison when you walk down Chinatown because of the tombs. No, every single step, every single building you pass may or may not be holding five to seven children that are about to, <laughs> about to be molested by a whole series of Jared Fogles of the world. Remember that. Remember that. <laughs> but wait, we're not done here. No, we're not done here. <laughs> all right, all right. I, I always, I always, you know, tease. Uh-huh. I tease. I'm very uh-huh. good at radio. I so tease. Does, so does Marcus, right? <laughs> well, oh, stop now. Come All on. right. But, yeah, it's a trend, and it's it's hip. The problem is it's it's big with the young people. That's why colleges are hell to perform at now because they're all PC. Right. And they don't even – there's no context. They're not thinking. It's just a trigger word. It's just hip. It's cool. It's trendy to be offended. It's trendy to be uh, super PC. So when you go black guy, everybody goes ding, 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 ding. Here it comes. Fuck you. We right. hate you. I haven't said anything bad. Meanwhile, I just said black guy. Right. right. Ah. Yeah. Uh, and, and same with transgendered and, and women and gay and everything. But but here's the thing. All right, give the it to colleges, me. Give it to me. The colleges, the young kids, they're all – it sucks because colleges used to be where you go to be edgy. Ed, I mean, uh, Lenny Bruce, the cops were banging down his door when he would do these cocksucker jokes, and the young kids were like, hey, this is awesome. Now it's flipped. Now the adults are the fun audiences, and the kids are the man. So we're the be- – we are the first generation – of adults that's cooler than the younger generation. Yeah, yeah, it's it's sad but true. They suck. They suck. They're weird. They're a bunch of tattletales. They're all tattletales. They're snitches. They're snitches and bitches. <laughs> and you know what snitches? Stitches. You know no well snitches get blogs and they get yes. television shows uh, and they yeah. get picked up by CAA before we get to Fogel and the underground sex ring that is constantly occurring in this country and throughout the world. I want to know your thoughts on the fat Jewish. Oh, okay, so this is my personal I'd opinion. I'd like to fight him. Well, I mean, you'd lose. He's huge. I could taste Jewish. Oh, come on. <laughs> you never know. Um, so the fat Jewish, Marcus, obviously you followed this story very closely. I know Not really, you didn't. but you I'm... Didn't. <laughs> you didn't. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> I know about it. It's very. It's a very simple story. I love it. Well, we have yeah. a very accomplished stand-up comedian here, Marcus. So yes. I want to talk about this a little bit because it, it really does bring up issues of copyright laws when it comes to Twitter and when it comes to social media. It's a whole new, it's a whole new world. It's a whole new medium. Right. right? And uh, so the righteous indignation that uh, people felt in criticizing Bill Burr for being uh, theoretically transphobic, which obviously... 
obviously he wasn't. He was just being a human being expressing thought and, in my opinion, expressing it with love in a lot of ways. And Caitlyn Jenner is totally fine, even though she's going to go to a female prison for an entire year in Los Angeles because she murdered a person. Um, that is okay. Comics felt the exact same righteous indignation against the fat Jewish. Mm-hmm. And now, of course, he has 5.7 million followers on Instagram. Yowza. Uh, it's huge. He makes six grand a, a tweet or whatever you're uh, uh, Sure, if he, if he mentions a sponsor. Yeah. Right. And uh, people are very upset because he got signed with CAA and he had a Comedy Central development deal, which, by the way, odds are it goes nowhere. Oh. Even it, I mean, obviously, it got dropped. It, it actually got dropped months ago. It, it got yeah. dropped, but uh, even if it, even even if they said yes to it, that means you got the rights to a pilot. But still, that might not, okay. The fact that he made it that far is a is a uh, appalling. My, I want to okay. I'm, I'm, I want to hear your thoughts. My thoughts are this: he's an aggregator of content. This is his idea. He has interns. This is what he thinks. He has interns who are doing all the work for him. I'm just going to take the position of pro-fat Jewish. Uh, I'm going to take the pro-fat Jewish position because comedians, first of all, when you send out a tweet, is it copyright? What is it? It's, it's, it's out in the ether. Is your idea so unbelievably unique, so unbelievably informative, so incredibly... Um, not thought of before it that you can be. claim it can that you be. can claim that no one else that, that that this that this is yours that this is some I mean it's abstract it's an abstract thing so I'm gonna I, I don't necessarily agree with the position but I'm taking the pro fat Jewish position mm-hmm. that we live in a world of uh, that's brand new. And uh, all he was doing was aggregating content and really giving these people exposure. No, that's the problem. No, in many ways he was. Sometimes he left, he put their names in, he would just retweet and do those Uh, things. Not from anything I saw. All right, so what are your thoughts on it? Well, I just think it's crazy. My problem with him is that he was so cunty about it. Like when when people wrote in like, hey, you piece of shit, that's my joke, he would write, oops, or... Whoopsie daisy! Fuck oh, you! Put my name on it, or, or take it down, or give me some credit, or right. say sorry, or I, I fucked up. You got me. Just own up to it. He was a douche about it. Right. That that pissed me off. And just to the problem is, people think he's funny. When NBC puts a show out, a comedy show, people go, NBC's got a new show with this guy who's funny. With the fat Jew, you go, boy, the fat Jew is funny. Right. No, no, he's just the platform. He's stealing the content and putting it out, and he's the platform. He's not funny. But what's the difference between that and somebody thinking that, um, I don't know, one of these douchebags from the Big Bang Theory is funny? The, the television show. It, the, the, the writers write it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and but, these people go and they, they But the they writers take, get paid. Right. The writers get paid and they get a writing credit and they signed up for it. They, hired, they applied. So what do you think about the, um, the fact that Twitter became so upset? Comedians became so upset, and I'm very conflicted about it. I think it's great. You you think it's good, but now now we're just watching the downfall of another person, and we're all so pleased that Frankenstein's monster has been murdered. We made the creation. We're Frankenstein. We're Doctor Frankenstein to some degree, and he's the monster. And now all of a sudden, he's taking a huge fall. This is all he was doing was playing the game. Sure, I agree, but he gotta give credit where it's due. Well, right. If you gave giving... credit, then he'd just be another asshole retweeting, and no one cares about an asshole exactly. retweeting. Exactly, and he's, right. a very, he's a smart guy. Yeah, obviously, he's a very he's a very intelligent guy, and he knows how yeah. to play. He knows how to play the internet game. Oh yeah, and, and this is this has nothing to do. Uh, personally, uh, this has absolutely zero to do with comedy and everything to do with internet culture. Uh, right. Internet culture, the internet culture, the way it's been since the days of Napster, is that if it is out there, it does not belong to the artist. It belongs right. to everyone. Yeah. That if art is created in any way whatsoever, uh, then it then belongs, if it can be put on the internet, then it belongs to everybody. And that this guy just took that, and now and now he, that sort of thing poked its way into the comedy world, and of course all the comedians went fucking nuts, and they went crazy and all that. But really, it's kind of the same thing as musicians. Years ago, Lars Ulrich. Like, right, comedians right, are, right, yeah, right, it's like yeah. comedians are Lars in it right now. I where- can't deal. No more Lars. <laughs> if Lars Ulrich is ever mentioned on this show again, I'm going to shoot myself in the foot. And I'll only have one foot because I'll allow it to get infected. Yeah. All right. I, I mean, and it's it's this kind of the same thing. It's like they the, the musicians, they created this stuff. They're not getting paid for it. Right. It's being out there uh, for free. So, of course, back no. then, people weren't making claims on it, but still... Still, it's that internet culture idea that once something is put out there, then it doesn't belong to you anymore. Yeah. And I everyone else can use it for anything they want. But from the perspective of internet rage, 
uh-huh. from the perspective of internet outrage affecting a human's actual life. Like what happened with Bill Burr, like what happened with Gilbert Godfrey when he made a when he sent out a tweet regarding the uh, the Japanese. I believe it was a tsunami, tsunami. in, in Japan. Gr- it was a great fucking joke. It's a funny joke. It's fine. It's Gilbert fucking Godfrey. Who gives a shit? Go watch Problem Child and love the man because all he's trying to do is make you laugh. Yes, sing it, sister. <laughs> Thank you, Affleck. Oh, I love that insurance company that he used to rep. <laughs> I can't get enough of Affleck. But I still have a problem. I have a problem with um, people all of a sudden, all of a sudden, the fat Jewish is the worst person on the face of the planet. Out of nowhere. Because he got a little bit of success. Right. Out of nowhere. For the past three weeks, the fat Jewish makes Bill Cosby look like, you know, Bill Mosley. Oh, I love Bill Mosley. House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh yeah, the best actor ever. Otis, wow. and not a, not his, not not he doesn't make Bill Mosley look like the Bill Mosley characters. He makes Bill Mosley look like the Bill Mosley, the amazing actor that Bill Mosley is. Yes, he is. Go out and watch House of a Thousand Corpses, The Devil's Rejects, everything that Rob Zombie's ever done. It's some of the best cinematic. It's, it's beautiful yeah. imagery. It's violent. It's extremely violent. But that's okay because sometimes <laughs> violence is good when it's on camera and not done in real there life. There you go. Just like a joke. It's not done in real life. He didn't kill anyone in a tsunami. Gilbert Godfrey wrote a joke. And so the fat Jewish did not kill anybody either. And mm. so everybody demonized him to a point where he actually had a real life. I mean, if you're this guy, I don't know this guy. My, my friend knows him a little bit. Oh, yeah? She says he's a nice guy. I don't know him. But, you know, all of a sudden he wakes up one day. There's thousands of hate tweets out of nowhere. 5.7 million uh, Instagram followers. No one had a problem before. This wasn't out of nowhere. He's been getting attacked for, you know, about a year now. He stole one of my friend's jokes. And he's been at that was seven months ago. And he went after him. Yeah. I, I'm just this, is, a, this I, has I, been a buildup, and he deserves everything he's getting. Ooh. I just have I really do. I mean, it's like regardless of, you know, the, it, this being Internet Code, that doesn't make it right. You know, uh, like, that's the way it is. But, it's, yeah. It's he, the Wild West. And yeah. just like the Wild West, we're going to take you out at high noon and uh, right. have an execution. All right. Best best analogy. Yeah. yeah that's all a right. pretty great analogy. All yeah. right. And all it right. happens all the time. By the whether way, you're fucking, whether you're innocent or not. All yeah. right. What are we in? 30 minutes into this? Yeah. All right. Let me do a Team Trump. Team Trump. Oh, <laughs> make America great. Make America great again. Thank God. All right. I agree with you. So I see what you're saying. I was just attempting, and I think I did do a very, uh, you know, a very um, valid point of defending the big fat Jewish. Is he big fat Jewish? He's just fat Jewish. It's not Jewish. It's just the fat Jew. No, he went by fat Jewish, and then he changed it to fat Jew. But I have uh, German descent. I can't say. Uh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, right. I can't say certain things. <laughs> <laughs> the big fat Jewish wedding. Yeah, that's fine. Jared Fogel's a total pedophile, uh-huh. and I lost a lot of weight eating Subway sandwiches. Well, you so didn't. A- you lost a lot of weight doing cocaine. It doesn't matter, Marcus. Whatever your thoughts are on it, I didn't have that much cocaine. There was it was much easier to get a Subway sub than a whole series of different um, grams of cocaine. And if you do, um, whatever, it doesn't matter. Did you hear about the Subway app? They no. didn't take down. It was uh, it was like a game. Uh, how many uh, six inch subs can you fit in Jared's pants? Yeah. It's Jared's pants. You go left and right, and it, they would drop down, and you have to get the sandwiches in the pants. Six inches, baby. <laughs> That's kind of a fun app. It's not bad. It was yeah. a real fun app. It was yeah. all about pants with that guy. Yeah. Oh, he loved those large pants. <laughs> yeah. He always, kept a pa- he always kept the large pants next to him. Like, I used to be double the size. Get back to it. Right. Big pants. Yeah, big old fat fuck. He was never attractive. He was a total monster, and everyone hated him. When you when you heard he was a pedophile, you look at his face, you go, I could see it. Yeah, of course. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's always that in that thumb head. Yeah. All right, so this is what I want to talk talk about it on this show because you know what this show is Marcus mm. highbrow oh. it is an intellectual show and that's why people listen to it that's why we have people listening right now in the in the live studio audience highbrow damn right he yeah. said damn right we got someone who said damn right and, and he's wearing cargo shorts yes and uh, and he's wearing a uh, Miley Cyrus shirt so you know he's smart <laughs> hold on my monocle fell out all right we're back <laughs> all right perfect so what I want, I want to talk about it from the perspective of everyone's making fun of the fact that Jared Fogle will be going to jail for five to 12 and a half years. And was like, oh, he's going to get a 12-incher in jail, sure. which is a very racist, in my personal opinion, joke, because it implies, of course, that the vast majority of people in prison are African-Americans, black people, who are wrongfully uh, convicted because the cops just go into their neighborhoods and constantly pluck them up uh, because they know for a fact that that's the produce that they can bring back to the, uh, to the police station, and they'll get a whole series 
series of different um, uh, rewards for doing so. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it is literally like going to a farmer's market and picking out a fucking pumpkin in Ohio. That's exactly what these cops do when they go to the ghettos, when they go to the pink houses mm-hmm. uh, here in New York City, because they know for a fact they're going to get five or six. They're going to get a full bushel of human beings that they're going to be able to bring back to the precinct, uh, uh, you know, and keep incarcerated for God knows how, how many hours for some random liberal law that was created here in, uh, you know, the Democratic run New York City. So you have Jared Fogle. Everyone's making these footlong jokes. That he's going to get raped in prison by a footlong, you know, uh, because uh, which is racist, because, of course, the idea is that black people have huger dicks. And, of course, they do, because, you know, you, you, I mean, thank God. What? <laughs> I heard their dicks are bigger because uh, uh, the women, black women's asses are bigger. So evolutionary, you have to be able to penetrate all the way through that uh, ass meat. Uh. That's what a black guy told me. <laughs> I love the idea. Yeah. I mean, it's a good idea, yeah. You think about it. A bl- a Chinese women have small asses, small dicks. Yeah. You know, the dick has to fit the ass. White women, average asses. There average you, dicks. There you Everyone go. in this room. There you go. Well, I've only had sex with random turnips. <laughs> um, I love a good turnip. I like an t- underrated veg. Yeah. So uh, everyone's talking about... I don't even know what the turn-up joke is. I, mean, I don't even know how, I don't know how, what it how was. I was trying to help you out there. It doesn't matter. Right. I mean, honestly, Mark, it doesn't matter. That's the that's the glory of, of, of podcasting and radio. You can just say whatever you want and then, wow. you know, recover. Yeah. Right. Uh, which is key. you got to always recover. But, Marcus, I want to hear your thoughts. You know, obviously, everyone's like, oh, he's going to prison. He's going to get raped by a whole series of one-foot dicks or whatever. All right, we got the dick joke. Okay, you got it. 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 I got it. Thank you, Mark. Let's get back to the pedophilia. Yeah. The underground sex rings that are occurring in this country every single day, every single moment, Mm -hmm. when it comes to uh, children being fucked by adults such as Jared Fogle is very real. Why aren't we talking about that? Why are we making jokes about prison rape, which is a terrible situation? It's an epidemic. Prison reform has to happen. It's not going to happen under Hillary. She's the one who put all these fucking people in prison. That's why when she talks to the Black Lives Matter movement, again, 8,000 800,000 people in prison when Bill Clinton took office. 1.5 million people in prison when Bill Clinton left office. Mm. Hillary was on the forefront of not prison reform, of putting blacks in prison. Fogel. <laughs> Focus on Fogel. No, I want to... Okay, I'm talking about Fogel, but I have to... I have. I hate... You know, Hillary Clinton, <laughs> yeah. when it comes to her trying to relate to the Black Lives Matter movement, Yeah, it is Bullshit. I don't know. She is bullshit. Okay, uh, Hillary Clinton and when Bill Clinton was in office, that's when the privatization of prisons began. And the privatization it began in the 80s with Reagan. Well, it began in the 80s. 350,000 really, ramped people. up in it ramped up during the Bill Clinton years. Uh-huh. Uh, and the privatization of prisons. What that led to was these people who own these private prisons giving money to legislators who make laws, minimum sentencing laws, yep. uh, and uh, longer prison sentences because the more people that are in prison, the more these people who own these private prisons, the more money they make. The so, Clintons made millions. The Clintons made millions. So the reason why we have so many people, one of the reasons why we have so many people in prison in America today is because all of these laws were made to put them in prison ah. because people make money off of them being in prison. And they, they... Jeffrey Epstein, Air <laughs> Fuck One, Bill Clinton's <laughs> airplane that he loved to fly around on. Jeffrey Epstein, a known pedophile who used to take politicians out to his beautiful island where they would fuck children as if those children were, you know, it was, it, it was uh, you know, children of the Blue Lagoon, but it was children of the goo, 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 goo. And it was disgusting <laughs> what yeah. they did with these kids. Bringing it all back around. Yes, the pedophile rings uh, that do, it, it is a very real thing. Like sex slavery and pedophile rings are a, a horrible so problem we're making, in America. It is a horrible problem. We're making jokes about Jared Fogle and we're not addressing the fact that this man was texting a woman who ran a corporation that literally had thousands and thousands of children as their stock. What? And the reason why we're not talking about that is because making a joke about Jared is really easy. Mm. And it's rare rare that you get a joke so easy come along that everyone can make a Jared joke. Everyone can just come out and throw something out there. It's just a foot long. That's that's fucking easy pickings, Well, we did it with Michael Jackson, too. Yeah. And Michael Jackson was innocent. Yeah. Oh, come on. Nah, he was. Come on.
Come on. Yeah, he was. He, I don't think he molested any kids. What? I think he got a little weird, uh-huh. but I don't think he molested them. Uh-huh. Do you, have you seen my childhood? <laughs> He had a, have you heard that Cat Williams joke? He's got a great joke. He's like, look, I want to get laid. Women like cars. Women like money. I buy cars. I make money. Michael Jackson fucked kids. He had a Ferris wheel and a pony. You know, he brought he brought he bought the kids well, things that kids would like. Women also like tall men, so Cat Williams is never going to get laid, and that's fine. <laughs> you can't buy that. No, exactly. Get some bigger shoes. Yeah. So either way, so Jared Fogle, he's going away for a very long time. I just don't understand how the conversation hasn't turned in uh, to the when Heidi Fleiss, when Hugh Grant banged a prostitute. Heidi Fleiss's remember her black book. Yeah, all the all. All the uh, celebrities went down. Everyone was going down. I believe Lou Dobbs was on the list. I don't think that's true, <laughs> but I would love to see Lou Dobbs have sex with a prostitute because I like good comedy. Yes. Why isn't this being addressed from the perspective of who else was texting this woman? It's horribly uncomfortable. bevy of children. It's a horribly uncomfortable thing to think about. Right. People it's, hate that. Yeah, it's very uncomfortable to talk about, to think about. Yep. Uh, and it's like, okay, you can cut off the story right here. It's like, okay, sure. yes, Jared was a pedophile. Jared from Subway is a pedophile. People also just love seeing people fall. You know, they love seeing that. Of course, like oh, the yeah. big fat Jewish. This is what I'm yeah, talking but about. But you don't want to, like, both of these guys deserve to go down. Uh, but yeah. Big fat Jewish and Jared Fogle are not not, to, the, not the same. Hey, Fogle didn't steal anything. Except well, the innocence of, innocent, of children's childhood. Maybe a couple hymens. Good. Well, I'll leave it alone. But, but you, <laughs> end, you end it there. There's, there's no Nothing funny about you know child uh, about pedophile rings about these people being or right. these children being passed around and it's I mean and it is. I don't know kids? how Jared got to be an elite. Uh, the the kids. Where yeah, do you get these kids? You the, can't pick uh, them up. A lot it's... of times, it's uh, parents that will sell kids no. in the city. Se- yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The foster well, care system yeah. is so flawed oh, and so messed up. Care. Yeah, I things talk- are so much worse than you think they are. Wow. Oh, so much yeah. worse. I did foster care ever since I was twelve. My foster mother, or my mother, was the foster mother of the year. She's a wonderful person and a great uh, foster mother. And my foster brothers and sisters, I love them all to death. And. Um, I talked to Monroe Martin. Oh, he was foster. He, he was he was in foster care. He yeah. had a very similar situation, uh, not of selling, but certainly it could have occurred. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, these people are thrown away. At one point, Monroe was tell, uh, telling me a story about how he got into a fight in school, and the boy that he fought with was just allowed to continue on. I mean, some person who had parents, right? They were allowed. Uh, he got suspended for a day. Monroe was, uh, you know, thrown in jail, and had his foster mother at that time not come and received him and told them to get him out, and she had a she had a relatively high-ranking position in society you know she was a successful person he would still be riding there to this day he would be he would be thrown in there with all the with, with everybody else and that's exactly what happens with these kids six seven eight years old they have nobody these parents shit out kids and they throw them out to the masses 50 grand for a kid 10 grand for a kid they are literally they are they are they are um like buying a taco at, Chil- at Chipotle. Yeah. I love a good Chipotle. Taco. Oh, yeah. I can't get enough of Chipotle. I love I ate it yesterday. But you, know, but, you, but you buy it. <laughs> they buy them. And these parents have no control. They have no ability to take care of a kid. And that's how awful these people are. It's not just that. It's not just them selling them. It's also pimping them out. Some parents mm. do have kids that they pimp out on a regular basis. And they you, go I mean, online. They they have what? these communities that... Oh, my God. Just, you, think honey, you think yeah. Honey Boo Boo's parents... If the camera didn't exist, uh-huh. <laughs> if there was no reality TV oh, culture, man. Honey Boo Boo would have been banged by Jared Fogle <laughs> and his crony buddy months yeah. ago. Yeah. yeah, if they wanted a large one, yeah, <laughs> she would have you loved know, and it. I, and I love Honey Boo Boo, yeah. and I think she's adorable. And these I agree. Pedophile rings don't just exist in America, and they are also don't just exist in the entertainment world. They're also in the political world a lot, where it's actually coming out in the UK. And oftentimes the two are intertwined. Over in the UK, there has been okay, Jimmy Savage. The children's television show host. Uh-huh. You hear about this guy? Yeah, no, no. Uh, d- molested hundreds upon hundreds wow. of kids, thousands, thousands, thousands. over thousands. over decades. How do we not get, catch this guy? He uh, died. He died. Yeah, but it came no, out. No, it came out after. No he kid died. brings it up. Yeah, what it, is that? it just doesn't. No. It gets fucking. It gets chopped away in the press, like because oh, right. he was such a beloved personality, uh. and now it's coming out that he was involved with. 
British politicians throughout the decades, and these politicians would act stories when a uh, journalist would go to uh, report about these things, about these high-ranking officials, the story would get axed. They're like, no, you can't do what? that. You can't, can't do you it. Can't do it. Yep. You can't so do it. It's so weird that a guy like Bill Burr gets steamrolled, right. and then they can just cut off pedophilia. Yeah, that's why... Uh, that's crazy. That's why I'm angry inside most of the time. Yeah, what a Marcus, turvy. It's okay. <laughs> Everything is going to be okay. I do want to refresh. I would, I would like to tell our listeners that your lives are great, you're golden, and everything... Uh, will work out, and don't forget, we're walking corpses. Yes. <laughs> so everything is all right. Let me float this by you. A lot of a lot of people who are uh, the victim of pedophilia and all that and molestation doing pretty good now. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> let me just say this: Oprah was was uh, the victim of molestation. Right. Boom. As was Tyler Perry. Right. And yep. these people, uh, Roddy Dangerfield, a lot of people. And now, you know, these people. Oprah's one of the richest people on the planet. Mm. Tyler Perry's killing it. You know, and it's like, I think a little diddling as a youth gives you a, like a fire under your ass. Gives you a leg up. Well, I disagree with the sentiment, but I, I, well, I, I disagree with the... With the uh, it's a theory. Yeah, it's a theory. I, I like it uh, in well, a lot of ways. Terrible, but no, terrible things come greatness. But no, exactly. And pedophilia is terrible. And that's the point. That's the point we have to stress. You're not a victim. No, I was I a fan. Corey Griffin sent us something for the round table of gentlemen. And it's a trophy. Mm -hmm. And it's a basketball trophy. Yes. And it's because when I was a child, I had a situation that occurred to me where a basketball trophy was used yes. by a group of friends that were it was extremely invasive. And let me just say I didn't feel like a winner. <laughs> Wait, you got rammed with a trophy? It doesn't matter rammed or cordially <laughs> caressed. Probed? It doesn't matter. I wasn't giving up any government secrets no matter how Wait a minute. much what, they wanted me to. Did we get some to. details? Or was it just the, That's pretty much it, yeah. the ball of the trophy, like the top part? Mark, <laughs> it's important to remember. Either way, and I also want to confess this. I want to say this as well. For anyone who's going through situations of being bullied, when I was a freshman in high school, I was six foot four. Wow. At 12 years old, 13 years old, 12 and a half years old. Uh huh. So I had the mind of a child. Yes. And it was huge. Yeah. And a group of people, about 25 students, and they're all janitors now. <laughs> I mean, they're, they are such unbelievable losers. Yes. It makes it, they literally don't think that water comes from anything else than a bubbler, than a water fountain, because mm -hmm. they all work at a high school. They're all a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, all right. They're morons. What happened? <laughs> Bathroom. Aha. Uh -huh. Paint a picture. A dime is on a toilet, on the toilet bowl. Interesting. Ooh. This is called the dime drill. My both of my older brothers are gay, but uh -huh. they both left me. Chris went over to model in Milan. What? My older brother. Uh, oh, his brother is a dreamboat. Can we get a photo pulled up? Well, you can see it. I'm just curious. You can see it. This isn't good pod, but just for my own personal. Yeah, for yourself. Anal. I had to push a dime around the toilet bowl by my nose, Ugh. from my nose. <laughs> oh, I used a, I, I used a, a bit of a letdown. But <laughs> what, which one? Which one did you that show was him? Not a, that handsome. I was Ben's better looking than that guy. Oh, Chris. He's very attractive. Yeah, yeah. he looks like, uh, he was you a know. Model. That's him as his husband. Well, the husband I like. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it. I don't know. You got to see him in real life. All right, all right, all right. I'm more attractive. You are. Well, how tall is he? Six four. Oh, that helps. I'm six foot seven, and the story. I'm six foot four still because I'm only twelve. You're six seven. Yes, Mark. No, yeah. we've and known each other for seven. We've known each other for almost a decade. I would say six five. You're such an idiot. I can't even. I, I don't even want to look at you. I can't look at you. Well, what happened with the dime? I had to push it around the toilet bowl with my nose as everyone chanted. Ben is a big idiot. Or something what? like this. I don't know. Jesus. But I did have to do that. It was very shocking and extremely um, <laughs> awful. You know, yeah, of And I, of course, I don't tell my parents because my parents were, no. uh, you know, my father was very abusive. But either way, what I'm saying to you as, uh, as the audience, whatever you went through, whatever, you, whatever, <laughs> whatever happened in your life, use it as Mark was saying with the diddler comment. Succeed. Yes. M make sure that you crush everyone that ever did anything wrong to you. Yes. Yeah. And do it. I mean, obviously, you can't kill them because then you go to prison and then your life is over. So do it in whatever way you possibly can. Right. Yeah. Look at and that's exactly yes. what happened with Fat Jewish. And that's exactly what we're seeing now with uh, with the Jared Fogel situation. And... Um, Specifically, the Fat Jewish situation. <laughs> right, right. But either way. Anyway, I just want to say, you know, 
these things happen. And, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, people go through extreme trauma. And when you have the world come, come against someone like Bill Burr for making some um, rational, having a rational opinion yes. about somebody that he lost, which was Bruce, now Caitlin. Um, and everyone comes it comes against Bill as if he's done something so egregious and so unbelievably offensive. He's the scum of the earth. Right. It's just, Those are the people who never had to push a dimer on the toilet yes. bowl as people chant that they're an idiot. Yes. And those are the people who demonize. And those are the people that have somebody push a dime around a toilet bowl. And that's what we're here to do. And that's what all of our shows do, Marcus. Yes. We, we are for the victim. But we are not for the people who claim to attach uh, the emotional sentiment of the victim because we are survivors and we are winners. And everyone who listens to this podcast is a survivor and is a winner. Yeah. Just the fact that you label them as a victim is ignorant and condescending. Yeah. You know, like Bill Burr's just talking about it. He had a great point. He said, if a guy walks in with his beard shaved, you go, oh, shit, you shave your beard. So if a guy turns into a woman... You go, oh shit! You're a woman. Why <laughs> team is that a Trump. Bad thing? I'm yeah. just gonna say, Team Trump. Mm-hmm. Team uh, Trump. They, it, it's just so phony. They just jump. Like, do you think this is how you know it's phony and bullshit, and they don't really care when they call out a guy for being racist? Artie Lang made a racist tweet or whatever. He's like, oh. well, he made about fifty racist tweets right. to, to carry champion. But he's the, not one a, of the hosts of uh, First Take. There, he's on not ESPN. a racist though. He's not a racist person. Well, he's. A, I mean, he's a train wreck. He wants to murder sure, himself. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yes, but he makes a racist tweet, whatever, and they all go. Ah, He's racist, but then they find out he's not racist. Why don't they apologize? How come How come this woman who tweeted about Bill Burt, he's obviously not a homophobe or he's not a misogynist. How come they never – they just want the hero. They just want the, uh, the high five. Look at me, everybody. Right. Holier than thou. That's how you know it's bullshit. I do want to talk really quickly, just bring it back to, to the politics of our time. I watched Donald Trump speak in Mobile, Alabama, and, you know, I mean, he doesn't relate to these people at all. I mean, these people are, like, entirely different. Same situation in Iowa. He he rolls in in a helicopter. I mean, these people have never seen a helicopter unless, of course, the government's spying on on them or something like that. 42,000 people showed up. Well, not 42,000. They didn't actually show up, 42,000, but around 38,000. It it did trump Bernie Sanders' um, crowds. But... uh, the, the appeal of Donald Trump right now, I disagree. His immigration policy is absolutely insane. Yeah. The idea of uprooting 11 million families, tearing wow. apart the fabric of this country, and putting them on buses and taking them back to, again, 52% of so-called illegal immigrants in this country are Mexican. The other 48%... Canadian? All over the world. Canadian, literally Canadian, Puerto Rican. Chinese, a lot Japanese, of Chinese, Russian, yeah. Japanese. What are you going to do? I mean, it's totally insane. I think the idea of building a wall, that's rational. I mean, you can actually probably do something like that. But anyway. <laughs> the Great Wall, he calls it. Whatever. You just do it. I mean, honestly, he could do it. You could do it. I could do it. You could do it. He could do it. <laughs> he could pay for it himself. He can do it. But Donald Trump is resonating. He's the he is. The, and people talk about why isn't Bernie Sanders getting more credit? Why isn't Bernie Sanders getting more news media? It's because Hillary Clinton is still winning. Bernie Sanders is at thirty one percent in the polls. Hillary is in the early fifties um, when it comes to approval. I mean, she'll never win, and I think she's a terrible candidate, and she looks awful in orange. I love her in her purple pantsuit, though. And why I think wouldn't she, she win? Oh, she's a nightmare. But she could win. She can't win. What? It doesn't matter, Mark. All right. So Donald- 6'5". 6'7". <laughs> I'm joking. All right. But Donald Trump, why why is he resonating? It's because of all this stuff that we were just yes. discussing. Mm-hmm. It's because of this. People don't agree uh, with the majority of what he says oftentimes. I mean, they don't even know what he's talking about they most don't even of the know. time. So where do you think as a country right now, and I want to get your perspective, Mark, and of course, Marcus, but um, with Mark, because you, you're apolitical for the most part. You don't really follow politics. Not at all. What, what's your perception of what's happening in this country right now? I just want to hear where, as a person who doesn't follow this on a day-to-day basis, what do you think? I think politics, when you break it all down, it just kind of becomes a primal thing. Like, if you notice, a lot of Hispanic people vote for the Hispanic guy. Black people vote for the black guy. It just kind of, all the bullshit, all the, I'm going to change this and lower this tax, but it all gets whittled down to what do they look like, what do they sound like, and what I want to... Is this my kind of guy or gal? I think right. that's a big part of it no one talks about, you know? Because really, when somebody gets voted into president, if you locked yourself in a room for two years and walked outside, 
you wouldn't notice anything different. Right. You know, so that's why I don't really get into politics because it's all it's all just sports. You're just like, I'm rooting right. for this guy. Yeah. This guy's up in the polls. He's down. Approval rate. Ah, it's fun. Absolutely. That's we say that all the time. That's yeah. why we love it. That's why it's fun. Yeah. At least you're aware of that. A lot oh, of people yeah. are like, I stand behind but, you this know, guy. No, you don't. It's just but fun. Don't, but that sentiment, and I, and I totally agree with you, and I think you're dead on. There was a Massachusetts governor. And uh, his name was Jerry, and he was the one who began the gerrymander because ah. um, basically what happened was he wanted to get elected, and he redistricted an entire you know group of the population in Massachusetts. It yeah. looked like a salamander, and so they called district. it the gerrymander. Yeah. Oh, is that right? That's where it came oh, from. I didn't know that. So you know, and you're dead on when it comes to tribalism. Yes. And these things stem to uh, all the way to it, it comes to the gerrymandering, the redistricting, and the complete lack of diversity in congressional pockets. These politicians are. F- they only have to play to one constituency. Mm-hmm. Everything is more separated than ever before. And everyone is more segregated than ever uh, ever before. But these are not accidental events. Of course. I mean, this is literally done by city planners who are elected, put in position by mayors, governors, presidents. So I agree with you. You're right. When you talk about tribalism and when you talk about um, the, uh, you know, voting for your own kind. But the thing that I do think Donald is catching on to, and we talked about this in a, in a recent episode, uh, if Donald was to run as a third-party candidate, at this point Hillary Clinton was at 50% in the polls, Bush was at 46% in the polls. And if Donald would run, Bush would go down to 30% and Hillary would go down to four, uh, 46%, mm-hmm. right? So you do have some crossover there. And then, of course, you know Trump would get whatever the hell that percentage uh, is. So he does have this sort of ability because he is so famous and because he is speaking from his own truth, he's a total schmuck. I know so many people who worked on the, I was just talking to my friend today who works on the apprentice. Mm -hmm. So after the first day of shooting the apprentice, Donald Trump, it was four 30 in the morning. Donald Trump walked over to five producers and was like, you guys doing your job? Get me another season. And they're like, it's the first day. <laughs> wow. Like literally the first day. My uh, my friend, uh, my good friend John, uh, he does a lot of the Macy's commercials. J- Donald Trump was in a Macy's commercial. And Donald Trump sent them a bill for the taxes he had to pay off of the uh, bill. Wow. Uh, uh, you know, off the check. Oh. So, and my, of course, you know, John was like, absolutely not. You yeah, know, you pay. yeah. He's a total shithead. But I think he's resonating because he is, uh, you know, he's, he's got telling, balls. He's got balls, and he is completely on the uh, on point when it comes to um, realizing, connecting with people who are upset with the government as far as. Uh, politicians being uh, completely puppets, mm-hmm. and they don't even care if he's the terrible ah. puppet. They don't care that he's a bad, he's a bad leader or whatever it might be. They're just happy that he's the one in control, and they know for a fact whatever he says, at least he believes it. Yeah, he's, the, pu- he's the puppet master instead of the puppet. Right, well, he's the puppet master. But I mean, going back to the conversation we were having with the big fat Jewish and, and uh, they're very similar, Jewish, and, and Bill Burr. I mean. There is a sentiment. Do you feel like in this country, and we'll wrap it up here, but I, I do think we're kind of, and Marcus, I want to know, do you think the pendulum is swinging now back to... God, I hope so. Uh, just say what you want to say. Yeah. Are we going to the 80s? Are we back? The, I mean, honestly, you know, <laughs> really we've, 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 we've been in the 90s, sort of. You know, we've sort of been in the 90s. Are we going to go back to the Dice Man era? Well, let's, it's like when you got a, a wire bent one way. you got to bend it back real far the other way for it to go back in the middle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I feel like with Trump... We, we can't say anything. That everything's PC. You get fired if you say this. You can't say that. Everything's crazy. And he's like, I'm going for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean in. I'm, I'm right. going to say it even more. And I think that's what people are like, oh, this is, this is kind of a, a breath of fresh air. This guy's just owning it. He's saying everything wrong. He's saying immigration, these Mexicans rape and all that. And you're like, Jesus. And it's terrifying, but it's also kind of thrilling. Right. And I think people that's resonating with people because they're like, this guy is not scared and he's not getting in trouble. Look at that. He's he's getting more fans. Well, they want to get him in trouble. You know, I mean, he talked about where do you get your foreign policy information from? He did an interview with uh, Cuomo on CNN. Mm-hmm. And Donald Trump said television news. And, of course, CNN is just like, good choice. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. <laughs> Fox News is like, absolutely, get your, get your uh, you know, all of your intelligence, foreign intelligence from us. I mean, mm-hmm. he's playing the game so perfectly. Yeah, he really is. 
It's unbelievable. And also, but it the- is a but it is a side effect of a culture we're so sick. Yeah, of these people demonizing other people for speaking publicly and speaking freely. That's what it is. And this is so. Everyone on the left, everyone who demonized Bill Burr, everyone who demonized whatever the whatever the the flavor of the week was to be outraged against right, a right. month ago. Or we can't even months. remember. Who knows? Yeah. It, yeah. it goes away so fast. You know they want to hate on they want to hate on Donald Trump. They made him. Ah, they're the ones who made him. I love you it. know they're the ones who created Donald Trump. Right. They're right. the ones that allow this Bullworth, this Bob Roberts, both great movies. I always say Bullworth. And Bob Roberts, if Bullworth and Bob Roberts had a baby, it's Donald Trump. There you go. They're the ones who made it. Don't you think, Marcus? Yeah. You know, so it's like you want to sit there and demonize Donald Trump all you want. It doesn't matter. Your your sensitive outrage, which is nonsense, and you know you're not outraged. You know you're right, totally fine. Right. You're the reason this guy is saying the exact same thing. You're you're the reason this guy is saying the things he's saying, and it's resonating with millions and millions and millions and millions of people, even if they don't agree with him because they're just happy exactly. that somebody isn't doesn't give a shit that you're upset. Hashtag I'm mad. It's yeah. the guy you know when the when you're when a girl walks in that you know with like a weird haircut. And you're like, oh, that's a weird haircut. And that one friend goes, Jesus, what happened to your hair? And everybody goes, oh, my God, how could you say that? But you're still kind of relieved. Right. That's Trump. You <laughs> Thank know? God, exactly. That's what he is. You're, you're like, oh, this guy's a little, he's awkward. He made it awkward in here. But somebody had to say it, and Some- he's, he's willing to do it. He's willing to be that guy. He yeah. is. I wish his immigration stance was a little bit more reasonable. Sure. But again, it is a, it's a reflection. It's a mirror. <laughs> Of the society that we currently live in. Don't you feel like these tweeters who are against Burr, these outraged people, they're starting to look a little sillier. Of course. A couple years ago, the outraged people, you're like, yeah, I guess they're right. We should be more PC. We should be more aware of people's feelings. But now, the people who find uh, the tweets with Trevor Noah, the guy who backlogged six years to find some tweets to get this guy fired, like, now they look crazy. So it's kind of nice. It's going the other way. Thank God. What are you doing with your life trying to hurt somebody else? Exactly. Let them have a career. Mm -hmm. Help people. Love people. Help people. Recognize true hatred, true bigotry. If you want to see that, go down, follow the fucking crazy evangelical Christians who are over in Haiti, over in Jamaica, tiring gays on a daily basis. If you want to find true demonic, uh, true political demonic policy, go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where it is. You know, if you really want to be the hero of the people, I'm sorry, the vast majority of people murdering Individuals because of their political thought. I'm going to say they're black and they're in Africa. I mean, right now, <laughs> it's absolutely true. Yeah, I know. You know, get rid of your paradigms. Get rid of your thoughts. Caitlyn Jenner's a Republican. Bill Burr's a Democrat. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner agrees with every single thing that Donald Trump is saying. Bill Burr hates every single thing that he's saying. Every single person right. you're trying to, uh, you know, represent in this country, you white women. I had a, I. We have to end the show, but I had a I had a situation where I was with my friend um, and her and her boyfriend, and I'm very very good friends with her boyfriend, and, and I like her. She's a white gal, and, she, and he's a black guy. And she was she had the audacity, and he didn't mind, but she had the audacity to say that black uh, men and white women have the exact same plight in this country. Wow! And it was just it's madness. Wow! Everyone's trying to co-opt every. It's it's absolute madness. So just get rid of whatever the hell you think is happening and rethink uh, your entire mind. Drink some brews. Take some mushrooms. I don't know. Right. Take some mushrooms. That's take that, some, uh, that, but don't right take that. too many. No. <laughs> And if you're kidding, if you're underage, don't don't do it. Don't but do everyone it. else. Yeah, yeah, fucking. If you've never taken mushrooms, do it, man. It's the and, best thing that'll ever stop happen. Stop worrying about your group. Ah, uh, my group. I'm a white woman. I'm a black man. I'm a gay Jew. I'm a just be a good person and get out there and stop identifying and try. Your group doesn't give a shit about you. And by the way, just if you're smart, yourself. if you're smart, never prop up anybody in your group because yes, because you know, they're you not going to prop you, you up. Exactly, they're not going to prop you up, and you want to help a person in another group, and then you guys can be on the same television show. Yeah, that's how that works. There you go. <laughs> Diversity. All right. So I'm going to be on Red A on August 28th. I'm doing Kennedy on Monday uh, on Fox Business. So check that out. I guess this will be out the day after that. Yeah. So that's fine. So I'm. I'm thanks for watching. Um, <laughs> Wait, when's right. this come out? This is out on Tuesday. August, what would it be? The 24th? 20th? Uh, yeah, the 25th. I 25th. Yeah. All right, great. Uh, come see me at uh, the Stress Factory. I'm headlining on the 27th, 28th, 29th, so this will be out in time. And follow me on Twitter, at Mark Norm, and check out my podcast, Tuesdays with Stories. 
Absolutely. Check that podcast out. It's an amazing podcast, and you do it with Joe List, and I love Joe List. Oh, he loves you guys. Oh, yeah. He's great. He's the best. And, of course, you can find Marcus Parks on Twitter, at Marcus Parks. We do last podcast on the left and Roundtable of Gentlemen. Um, we do so much stuff, and it's very, very exciting. So I, uh, you can find me on Twitter, at Ben Kissel. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, go buy the Cowman album. Yes! Yeah, on Are you going to close this out with Cowman? Might as well. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, let's play a fucking Cowman song. Can we do Why Skeleton not? Dan? Yeah, we'll do Skeleton Dan. Awesome. Yeah. All right, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Skeleton.